This week on Crashing the Net, we take a look at last week's scores and highlights from the Spud Kings, ISU Bengals, and more. George Mena talks to coach Sean Gardner of ISU. We will talk about what to expect from this weekend ahead. And additionally, George will also have a special interview with player Kian Combo. Then we'll come back to wrap up and our final thoughts. I'm Andrea Todd. And I'm George Mena. This is Crashing the Net. It was a very exciting weekend here in eastern Idaho. The Spud Kings were in town. Andrea, it was in fact a wonderful weekend of hockey. We had the Spud Kings, as you mentioned, and they really had a uh, couple of challenging games against the Utah Outliers. They did. Friday night's game was won handily by the Outliers, 7-1. to one. Their incredible goalie, Griffin Davis is his name, had 49 saves on 50 shots. So he had a stellar game. And the next day, the next evening, when there were some issues with where they the, the Spud Kings were supposed to play in Utah, the infrastructure was not there. Let's put it that way. There was a situation and they played a second night here in Idaho Falls. And that ended in a very exciting shootout. It sure did. It was a magical game all around. Magically appeared and magically ended. For those in attendance, they got to see an incredible uh, comeback. Ryan Johnson scored the shootout game-winning goal to close the game in which Jack O'Rourke scored two goals to help the Spud Kings come back from a 3-1 deficit. And uh, from what I hear, it kept everybody on the the edge of their seats to the very last uh, second. That's an exciting uh, evening of hockey when you end it that way, isn't it? It very well is. For their part, the ISU Bengals hosted the Utah State Aggies. And um, not unlike the first time they met, which was the second game of the season for the ISU Bengals, Utah State dominated. They had four lines versus uh, the two lines that ISU has. So basically, they... uh, Tired out the uh, the boys from Pocatello and uh, ran the score pretty high on them. But I have to say that the ISU Bengals never gave up. They played an excellent game given the circumstances that they had to work with. They were well-coached, well-disciplined. They did score a goal. Gabe Lopez scored the goal, the one goal, as he also did the first time that they played in Logan. So Gabe has... Uh, scored twice on them. They have scored on ISU many more times, but again, nothing to be ashamed of. The uh, ISU Bengals should be proud of what they are accomplishing this uh, season. It is a great thing that these guys are doing, and uh, Gabe is proving to be a great player in very stressful situations. Andrea, as our network expands, we are happy to include the Utah Grizzlies in our weekly podcast. The Grizzlies will take on division rival and Boise-based Idaho Steelheads at the Mavericks Center this coming Friday and Saturday nights. It should be an exciting and important game for both teams. We saw these teams here at the Mountain America Center nearly, what, two weeks ago? And it was well worth the price of admission. It was a great game, wasn't it, Andrea? It was a lot of fun. We uh, were able to see some really high-level hockey and uh, experience that here at home. It was nice to have them in our building. 
even though we couldn't decide who to root for. That was the uh, the the decision to be made that night. Do we support our Boise-based uh, steelheads, or do we go with the uh, team down I-15 in Salt Lake City? Well, the Grizzlies, I have to say, are starting quite well. They are coming into this week's games after sweeping Tulsa in a two-game series at home to jumpstart the regular season. The scores were Tulsa 3, Grizzlies 5 in the opener, and Tulsa scoreless against one goal for the Grizzlies in the second game. Brandon Cutler led Utah with three points, two goals, and one assist with a goal in each game this past week. So, the Grizzlies are 2-0 to start the season. The first time that they've started unbeaten in their first two games since the 2018-2019 season. And Andre, another Grizzly news, Garrett Metcalf was named Warrior Hockey ECHL Goaltender of the Week after earning his first pro-career regular season shutout and the first shutout in the league this season. Metcalf saved all 35 shots in a 1-0 win on October 22nd. Those who watched the Grizzlies and Steelheads here in Idaho Falls may remember that Metcalf also had a 39-save shutout against the Boise team in the Grizzlies' 6-0 preseason win on October 13. Now, for those wishing to make the drive to Salt Lake, they will be home for seven straight games to begin the season and 10 out of their first 13 games. We're also hoping that we may start bringing you the Steelheads weekly report in the... The weeks to come. That would be uh, another wonderful thing to include in our podcast, don't you think, Andrea? I would relish to be able to talk to you and talk about our Idaho Steelheads. And we may have a surprise for our Idaho Falls fans uh, next week. We're not going to talk much more about it, other than we're hoping, keep your fingers crossed, that we have something special for you. We believe that we will. And by the way, thanks to Andrea Todd, the queen of hockey in Idaho Falls. So, George, you had an opportunity to talk to a coach again. I did. Coach Sean Gardner agreed to come on this week again and give us an update. We, we tried to keep up with um, the happenings of the ISU Bengals, given that it's a new program and so much is happening. So we are pleased to have him with us yet again. Coach, why don't we talk about last Saturday's game? I think that there was uh, a lot of positive that we can focus on. Yes, for sure. We played much better than the first time we faced Utah State. Uh, the boys played much more intense. Uh, many aspects of the game went better. Our shot count increased dramatically. Our first time we, we actually faced Utah State, we only managed to get five shots on goal. This game, we had 29 shots on goal. That's a huge improvement. I mean, that's that's competitive shooting for what you were working with against a team that is much more seasoned and had many more lines than you did. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Perhaps people didn't uh, or don't realize how limited your bench actually is. Uh, yeah, probably a lot of people don't realize we're actually skating two front lines with two extra forwards and two defensive lines. So these guys are pretty much rolling every other shift. Once in a while, they get a little longer break. Um, Utah State had four lines, and they used them. And you could just see each, each period, as our boys' legs start to go, Utah State would start taking advantage. 
But as far as you know, while, while they were while they had legs under them, I felt like they were very competitive with Utah State. Would you say that they played more physical this game that I'm talking about the Bengals, your team, than they did the first time that they met, which was a few weeks ago uh, when you played them, which in fact was the second game of the program? Yes, it was the second game of the program, and we played much more physical, much more aggressive. Uh, we just looked better overall. I got a lot of positive feedback from fans of how well the boys looked and how much they've improved in just a few short weeks. Why don't you explain for the average listener of the podcast how long a shift, a, a line usually plays, and in fact, how long your players were actually on the ice compared to the ideal that they should be on the ice? Okay. Um, a shift is usually 45 seconds to a minute, sometimes a minute 15. That's when they're at their optimum skating. By the time you've been out there for a minute and 15, it's time to get off. And normally, like what you would like to have is four lines. So basically, you're skating one minute, and, and then you're getting a three-minute break. What our boys are doing right now is they're going out for a minute, and then they're getting a minute break, and they're going right back out. That makes it a, a bit of a challenge when you're playing a team that has – How many lines did you say Utah uh, State had? Three lines or four lines? They had, they had four. Four lines. Yeah. So your players were on the ice at least twice as long as the players from uh, the Aggies. Yes, they were. Yeah, they were rolling every other shift. You know, and the Aggies would roll. You know, they were rolling their lines. So their players were just staying fresher. It's just na nature. That's, how, that's just the facts of it. With a deeper bench, their boys were just getting more rest than our boys. Our boys are playing Ironman hockey. When you're rolling every other shift, it is incredibly a lot of work. So what that means is in the course of a whole game, and you're rolling four, four lines, you're going to skate about 15 minutes. Our boys are doing double that. Our boys are getting 30 minutes of hard skating a game. What are the takeaways? What would you say were the positives that you can take away from this game. By the way, there was a very exciting moment when one of your players actually scored and the crowd erupted. I mean, you have a lot of support. They did. The crowd went wild. They made it loud. It was awesome. Gabe Lopez, again, he just stepped up. We were actually on a, not only did we score, but we scored shorthanded because Gabe, as being the top man of the formation on our penalty, our penalty kill, His job is to just create chaos. So whenever somebody gets the puck coming in, trying to come into us, he's right on him immediately. Well, he did that, throws that player. He mishandled the puck. Gabe picks it up, goes in and shoots, picks up his own rebound, and scores. So in addition to the goal, what were the other takeaways from this game? The takeaway would be the boys never quit. They played hard till the final buzzer. They played intense. Uh, late in that third period, they're getting tired. Key and Combo had a one of the Utah State players basically start holding him, and he rolled through it. And then the Utah State player takes him get, takes him down to the ice, and Key just keeps rolling over him and gets back up, ready to keep moving. I mean, they just have a never-say-die mentality. That's what it takes to become winners in any sport, isn't it? The, the mindset, the you will have to beat me, I will not lose to you. Is that, is that accurate? 
the mindset is everything. In fact, you build, they're building character, they're building, I mean, this is, we're talking life skills now. When you have that never say die mentality, we're talking life skills. And if they approach life like they approach hockey, they'll be successful. So, Coach, what's coming up? What are the, the games that are just around the corner? And what do you anticipate will be the outcome of these uh, upcoming games? Our next game will be our food drive game on November 4th at the Mountain America Center. We're playing against the Idaho Falls Budman. And that should be a very good game, very evenly matched. Um, it's going to be a good outing for the boys to work on things we've been working on in practice, put them into play in a game. Uh, then after that, we just hope to build on that and get ready. We have a, a Wyoming road trip coming up uh, November 17th and 18th. We're going to Laramie and then down to Boulder, Colorado. And that will be our Another test, it's going to be a good test. And just we keep every time we play, we just see how much far we've come as a program. Well, I think you should be proud of your team. They played well, they never gave up. And uh, it is obvious that they are fully committed to doing their best, as is your coaching staff. And that's a lot to be proud of. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. As we look ahead to this weekend, The Idaho Falls Bud Kings are on the road. They play two games in Pueblo against the Bulls. We are wishing them the best of luck. ISU is actually um, off this weekend. But look forward to their, t their game next weekend. And on November 4th, they will be playing the Idaho Budmen in a fundraising game at 1 p.m. at Mountain America Center. George mentioned the upcoming Grizzlies weekend. We'll take a look at those games next week in our weekly roundup. Andrea, that's wonderful. A lot of hockey to be played in the coming weeks. And uh, what is hockey uh, without players, right? Well, I had the opportunity to speak to one of the ISU Bengals, Kian Combo, and uh, I'd like to bring that to you right now. George, it's always great to hear from the players. My next guest is uh, Kian Combo. He has been an outstanding player for the Idaho State University Bengals in this, their first season. Kian, what has the experience been like? Oh, it's, it's a great experience. I love it, especially for a new team to come out like this with only 12 kids. It's hard at first, but I love how especially the, or I love the community, how they're very supportive of us and each teammate are very supportive of each other and the coaches as well. And I just love how the community just rolls with it. And I, oh, it's, it's, it's the best feeling as a hockey player and to, to see how the fans show up and support us, even though we only have only a couple of kids, you know, but I mean, it's, it's just a great feeling to have to, to see the community to come together as you know tonight unite as one to you know to watch some sports and you know that's the best feeling how would you summarize the five games that you've played so far oh it, it's a blast at first it, our very first game it was a very it was a struggle because you know we only had a couple 
about a couple of days of practice while, you know, some of the other teams have been practicing for weeks and upon weeks and been playing with each other for years, you know, and we just started out. So at first it was a struggle, but then after our first two games, I think we started to lock it down into practice and starting to become better and familiarize with each other and have that kind of chemistry with each other. And um, against the Utah State game, I think we our chemistry was fantastic. Um, I loved how just our plays, how we um, reacted to them, you know, our talking with each other and everything else before and after the game, you know, especially on and off the ice. Just, um, that's important as well as, you know, as teammates to come together and have each other or support each other in a way and, uh, you know, to have fun, you know, especially at our fundraisers. That's important as well. What would you say was the difference between the first time you played Utah State versus your last game against the same team? Oh, there is. Oh, that's a very good question. But uh, our very first game, we were just having struggles with a lot of things, you know, as a new team, uh, just struggling with passes, shooting, you know, the ke the chemistry wasn't built fully yet until, you know, our, our by the time that second game against Utah State, we were locked down. We were ready. We knew how they played. We just had to play up to their level of physicality, you know, and it, it worked. They they were distraught. They they didn't expect us to come out very hard, and we just came out hard and fast, and we put up a good fight against them. And they just weren't ready for it. What do you think has been the greatest accomplishment you, your team has uh, achieved this year? Ooh, that's that's a hard question. At the moment, I'm not really sure, but um, I think until later in the future, we can kind of decide what our biggest accomplishment is. But I think the one of the things I could think of is, you know, supporting each other because, you know, as a team, we have to support each other or else, you know, the negativity is going to get to us. And then, you know, uh, there's going to be a bunch of fights on the benches. Everyone getting on each other's butts about everything you know and it's it that's that's the one thing that i'm proud of is that there's so much positivity on the bench and outside it's 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 practical it's it's really good as a to build a team because you know um yeah that's kind of it i can think of for you as a player and for the team as a whole what would you hope to achieve during these the first season for the ISU Bengals hockey program? Well, I'm hoping that we can kick uh, Utah State's butt next time when we get to face them again. You know, it's just it's just hard because there's not a whole lot of kids on our team. But, I mean, I, I we have the, the determination and the mindset to do it. And I, oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. How do you see the rest of the season playing out? Um, I think we're going to do pretty well. We just need to practice a little bit more. But um, I think we're doing, overall, we're doing great as a very a beginning team because there are some teams out there that are, you know, they just start out and they lose a bunch of games, you know, and they lose confidence in themselves. And because it's because of that mindset, they think they're not going to just, they're not going to win, you know, and then they just kind of go downhill from there. So I think we're doing a good job there. Are you proud of your teammates? Are you proud of the support that you are getting from uh, the uh, community? Oh, yes, I am very proud of that, especially in Idaho Falls that, um, you know, they haven't seen hockey before, before the Spud Kings, and that kind of excited them, and they were like, oh, 
we have a college team? They were just interested, so they came to watch. And even though we lost, they still supported us all the way to the end. And I'm very proud of that, and especially with our teammates. I love their positive or positive uh, attitude towards everyone else, especially with the fans, you know, getting to sign their jerseys or signing a picture of us and everything else. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful sight. How do you maintain your positivity in what will be, without doubt, a very challenging season, as it would be for any team in any sport when you start from zero? Well, like you said before, it's it's all about the mindset. If you don't have a really good, uh, if you have a fixed mindset, you you gotta you gotta do something about that. It's because if you think about it, if you um, if you start about thinking about the negativity, all about the bad stuff, you know, all the people booing you, it's just going to get you down and then it's going to start spreading throughout the team, you know. So just about having your head on your shoulders and, you know, having a good attitude towards each other, especially teammates, your coaches and the community. I think I think we're going to do very well. Ken, we know that you are undertaking a monumental task. And I think that I speak on behalf of all those who are cheering the team on, that we are proud of you, your teammates, your coaches, and everything that you are doing this, uh, this uh, first season for your hockey team. So thank you for joining us. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you and all the community that came to support us at our games. And I can't wait for November 4th for you guys to come and watch us. Andrea, so what are our final thoughts for this week? Well, George, we have a lot of hockey to look forward to as we walk into the month of November. It's going to be exciting to be able to follow along and really kind of understand the excitement that's building here in Eastern Idaho for hockey across the board. Speaking of that, next week we have a very special report. Yes, we will. That's a special report that I'm really looking forward to. And I think our listeners are going to be thrilled. Thank you, Andrea. It's been a wonderful week for hockey, as you've said, and we're looking forward to upcoming events, upcoming reports, and much more hockey in the Idaho Falls. I'm, well, the whole state of Idaho and uh, the state of Utah. Why not? We love everybody. Again, thank you for listening to our podcast. It's good to have you. On behalf of Andrea Todd, this is George Mena, and this is Crashing the Net on the Idaho Hockey Network. Hockey Network.